Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets on Friday morning. We are beginning a new month and also a new quarter. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down a quarter cent at 5.36 and a half. November soybeans down three and three quarters at 13.52 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up eight and three quarter cents at 7.34 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat up seven and three quarters at 7.39 and a half. December spring wheat is up six and a half cents at 9.19. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it, guys. Leave me a rating or a review. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that like button. Help me out to grow this thing. I'm also streaming live on Facebook, uh, as I have been every day for the last couple of weeks. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. I've got a really nice subscription service that you can that you can buy for $49 a month. I'll send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll be made aware of every overnight headline of importance, uh, charts, graphs, weather maps, all of my grain marketing recommendations. Um, there are subscriber-only videos in which I really get down to detail in regard to grain marketing strategies, that sort of thing. This is a monthly deal. Cancel at any time. As I have said before, I will not try to sell you anything else. Um, this is a standalone product. Uh, you can buy this. You will never hear from me ever again if you don't want to, I promise. Uh, we'll get into some of the headlines here this morning. So we have some U.S.-China trade news uh, forthcoming on Monday. Now, we have not heard much at all about uh, the phase one trade deal or tariffs or any of the stuff that that was uh, done during uh, the Trump years. But uh, we're going to see an update on Monday. The Biden administration is going to unveil its U.S.-China trade strategy on Monday. Uh, the new U.S. Uh, trade rep, Catherine Tai, is going to give a speech Monday regarding this strategy for you know what they're calling a troubled U.S.-China trade relationship. She took office in March, and apparently since March, so for six months, she's been conducting a review of Washington's policy in regard to China. Uh, Biden has kept Trump's tariffs in place to this point on hundreds of billions of dollars in Chinese imports. Uh, the final three months of the phase one trade deal begins on Monday. Uh, the Biden administration has said that China has not met it, it met the commitments outlined in that phase one trade deal. Now, in regard to um, you know our markets here, corn and soybeans, uh, Chinese purchases of U.S. corn for the current marketing year are record high. Uh, they're above last year by 20%. Soybean purchases, on the other hand, are down 39% uh, versus the same period last year. So, you know, I, I don't know exactly what they plan to do here, but China has still been uh, fairly active in the U.S. markets, but they they did not, according to the Biden administration, uh, reach those commitments. So, what will they say Monday? I don't know. Uh, could it be a market mover? Probably not, but you never know. If, if they come out with some strategy that's drastically different, um, uh, I suppose that could be surprising. I, I doubt that they're going to come out with anything that's like really tough on China. That would that would be my guess or my speculation. But uh, we'll see what happens on Monday. That's going to be a speech on Monday that uh, people will be watching, certainly. So we had a USDA report yesterday. This is the uh, September 1st grain stocks report. And this is an old crop report, guys, if, if you didn't know that, just to give you the lay of the land. Uh, this is an old crop report. It, ha it has nothing to do with this year's yields or this year's acreage. This is stocks as of September 1st here in the United States. In regard to corn, uh, stocks were larger than expected. And um, USDA actually, in regard to corn, revised the 2020 U.S. crop lower by 71 million bushels, meaning that um, <clears throat> usage 
during this last quarter was uh, lighter than expected, and it was in all likelihood feed usage and residual usage. Uh, when it comes to corn demand, we can gauge exports. We get a weekly report. We can gauge ethanol. We get a weekly report, but we don't get a report in regard to feed usage. So that's usually the item that uh, is very, very difficult to predict in regard to corn demand, and I think that that's what happened uh, yesterday. USDA will update these numbers on their balance sheets in the October 12th report. September 1st soybean stocks were also <clears throat> larger than expected, so a little bit bearish also on the soybean front. Um, almost all of the discrepancy between the average trade guess and what was actually printed uh, is the result of a higher uh, 2020 U.S. soybean crop. They increased the size of their uh estimate for last year's soybean crop by 81 million bushels. So the trade in this instance, in the case of soybeans, was very, very good at estimating usage during the last quarter. What they could not predict, however, was that we would see this retroactive adjustment to last year's U.S. <clears throat> soybean crop, and that's what we saw, and that was the reason for the bearish uh, number in soybeans. Uh, the soybean market posted some fresh multi-month lows, uh, lowest trade since June uh, following that report. September 1st, U.S. wheat stocks smaller than expected. So you had bearish corn and soybean numbers, but a friendly looking wheat report. Uh, production estimates uh, pretty much lower across the board. The estimate for HRW wheat production was lower than expected by 31 million bushels. Uh, the spring wheat number was cut marginally. We went from uh, 343 in August down to 331. Uh, SRW production uh, down slightly. So the uh, wheat numbers were friendly and the wheat market's acting very well here. Export sales were generally disappointing last week. Uh, corn sales were poor at just 370,000. We were 2 million uh, at the same date last year. Total corn commitments are still record high, although the gap versus last year is closing because we've seen uh, reduced activity in regard to sales. <clears throat> Soybean sales were near expectations at 1.1 million, but we were 2.6 million the same week last year. Uh, total soybean commitments for the marketing year are down 36% versus last year. And uh, the longer we go here, the more of an issue or perceived issue this is. The fact that uh, export demand for U.S. soybeans is just not where it needs to be at all. Exports typically account for half of our demand base. Uh, we're running 36% below last year. USDA projects that we're only going to see a 7 or 8% decline in U.S. soybean exports this year. So uh, we've got a problem here. And that, uh, in my opinion, is largely responsible for the sell-off in the soybean market. Um, the, the market, guys, in beans is not trading the carryout numbers that USDA has on paper. We're trading much larger carryout numbers. The U.S. stock market is in correction mode, and um, I guess the the textbook definition of a correction is a 10% loss from the high. We're about 5.2% uh, from the all-time highs in the S&P 500, so I suppose we're not in textbook uh, correction territory here. Here's the daily S&P chart. Uh, we've backed off quite a bit from those highs, and you know the daily chart looks kind of scary, but then go to the quarterly chart, and uh, this is nothing but a blip on the radar, this little sell-off here. The S&P 500 has closed higher for six consecutive quarters. Uh, we're still up, what, 14 or 15% on the year or year-to-date, so the market is acting very well. I mean, corrections are necessary and healthy even in bull markets. Uh, the reasons for the corrections, traders uh, blaming slowing growth, uh, maybe some issues in China, fading fiscal stimulus, supply chain issues. Uh, in particular, those are all uh, potential reasons why the stock market has seen a little bit of weakness here. But we've got a new quarter starting today. We'll see if uh, we get some new money to come into this thing. 
Cattle market had a really ugly action yesterday. Uh, some fresh lows in some of these fat cattle and feeder cattle contracts. Um, you would you would have thought that with the weakness in the corn, maybe the feeder cattle would have bounced back. That was not the case at all. They finished the day uh, down more than $2 pretty much across the board. In the outside markets this morning, uh, U.S. dollar is down marginally. The S&P is up 15 points. The Dow up 127. Bonds are up. Precious metals are mixed. We've got crude oil down 28 cents at 74.75 in the November WTI. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you guys on Monday.